bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. I am Jason Fields filling in for the great Dr. Ken, who is on assignment. And we are talking with two dear friends um, who, again, I, I think are just dynamic individuals. I'm very much intrigued and uh they definitely, they're definitely thinking about getting them some Fields jerseys to to get on the roster for the Fields team. What, what, what was what was Mayweather? What was his team called? The what was what was money money Mayweather the the money team or something like money that? money team something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think we may have to invest in some shirts. Or Boy, like fifty man's <laughs> funny. <as well. laughs> I think we might have to invest in some shirts. <laughs> and so, um, Stefan Marshall. Angelica Chapman Sykes to, you know, we wanted to talk about esports and again, not just esports and gaming, but various opportunities and topics around it. And we were discussing, you know, I see a lot of folks who I think sometimes just will say what is popular because it makes sense to them. Absolutely. And we had a story just to put this in context for you all. There was a young boy here in Milwaukee shot his mom and he he it was referenced around virtual reality video game stuff. And I think when stories like that come, it's easy for people to say, see these video games. What's your take on violence attached to video games? Because there's 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 been several studies and there's there's a small number that says that, yeah, you know, it can be linked to a small percentage of people immediately. If someone gets done playing a, a violent game, maybe they're, I don't know, some level or goes up in anger, emotion or what have you. But statistically, there is no real proof that you can link violent video games. At least that's what I've researched and read. I just can't see it. I, okay. I can't. I can't. Me either. But I've played video games for two decades and I haven't shot someone in a game and been like, man, 
he killed me back. Man, just- <laughs> yeah, after after I play GTA, I actually feel relaxed. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. So you don't think from and you guys play you you gamers. You don't you don't think or I guess you would side with the fact that there's a small number or there's not a statistical number that could really back up and say you can link with a hundred percent proof that violent video games will dictate a person's violent behavior. Yeah, because overall, people say that just as like a scapegoat for like issues. Instead of like whenever there's a mass shooting, people say, oh, it was video games. Instead of them really addressing like that person's like mental health Mm -hmm. or even like gun control like that. It's just like the simple, easiest route for them to blame it on something else than to actually deal with something that's more serious at hand. So you're saying that it's usually and it is not. I would say it's not just video games or I would even say to your point again, when you look at the numbers, it's a whole bunch of people playing violent video games and everybody ain't out there doing all this. <laughs> we ain't dropping bodies, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. have the urge to actually leader, but I drop maybe like 50 bodies in the call of duty lobby, but like, I ain't going to pick up the glot, man, pick up the glizzy, man, start spraying up. <laughs> and so when you do that, when you hear that, what do you say? All I have to say is, um, because you work for a video game, mm-hmm. you you are you on your way to, so you and you've been doing it. What do you say? Do you even get into the discussion with folks and go, nah, that's not necessarily true? I do because I I the game that I work at it is a pretty violent game. I have to say, but at the same time, I I don't know. Just for myself speaking, I don't have any urges to commit violence after like towards anyone after it after i get done playing it and also on top of that like there's just so many other games out there like i know concerned parents if they want to like be like oh i don't want my kids playing video games because they're violent well there's a bunch of games Mm -hmm. that aren't violent (laughs) there's a rating system (laughs) so like i'm just like yeah like how else are these kids going to get these games unless their parents buy for them do you believe that um you know and, and I and I and that, that makes sense to me. Um I was during our tournament, the one we put on, or we were talking about a tournament that I'm trying to put on. It was Call of Duty. That's what it is. And so the university, University of Madison, you know, they was like, Jay, look, we we love to support what you're doing. Uh we just can't get behind the violence of the game. And I and I get it, because they do have a team. I get that. And that's more political than anything. Um you know, Courtney said, I believe it's not the game. A person, uh, let me make sure I can go to what Courtney said on the t- talking text line. I believe it's not the game. A person playing a violent game is not an issue. It is when the bullying starts in today's game chat that causes people to be real life violence. He says, or she says, I was a gamer since I was nine years old. So I think Courtney is to your point saying it's there's more than just the game. And you said something to me when people are playing games, what did you say? Obsessively or mm-hmm. at a young age is because they're, what did you say? They're trying to escape. They're trying to escape reality. Like when people are playing games for like a really long time, like excessively, especially like little kids, they might be trying to escape what's happening at home or some issues that they're dealing with. And it's like, people really have to address those other issues instead of just like inherently just blaming the game. It is an easy 
thing to say. Again, when you look at statistically the number of people that have con- committed these atrocities, it does get linked to games. But again, statistically, when you look at the number of people who are not doing all this stuff, who play the same violent games, like you said, Stefan, yeah. you ain't out. <laughs> Literally, man. Like, it's more comedy to me when like killing people in a video game. Like, it's hilarious. Like, there'd be so many things that could happen. Like, you just walking down the middle of one of the like alleys or something and like a truck blows up and you dead you're like oh man what <laughs> like what happened <laughs> like it's, it's comedy honestly but like i wouldn't when i shoot somebody in a game i'm thinking to, my, to myself man i would hate to be in this position right <laughs> yeah but is it fair to say and stefan i'm gonna sit tight on that because i want to ask you terry on our talking text line said what about a four-year-old gta zach i don't know what is gta what is grand, grand, grand Theft auto God, I feel like I'm old, bro. I, I don't like know. Vice City, San Andreas, or like that's those are like the older, like the classic Grand mm-hmm. Theft Autos. So, what about a four year old Grand Theft Auto? I don't think uh, they should be playing it. I, yeah, four year old. Yeah, yeah. that's too young. That's too young. That's that's why we, we have a rating system. There, exactly the rating. There's so many different uh, references to women and. Uh, paraphernalia and like plenty of other stuff that kids shouldn't be listening to or they won't understand it subconsciously would soak into their minds after playing it for so long that they don't even realize it's subliminal zach chime in you just yeah because i saw i played like vice city younger than i should have been playing it and i definitely saw some things that i didn't understand i mean i had an idea of what they were but you know as a kid you're just playing a video game, but then, you know, your parent walks in and they see what's actually on the screen and they understand what's fully going on the screen. And the first thing that they want to do is turn it off. And uh, even the Grand Theft Autos that they make now, the music that they put put in it is explicit. The character scripts, they, it's, it's explicit. And like uh, the two have been saying, it all goes back to the rating system. I think that game's rated M. M for mature. Like, <laughs> get a game that's rated E for everyone. Yeah, like, like Sly Cooper or something. Yeah, <laughs> and online, now that parents can look up reviews of games anyway, they can even watch gameplays to see, like, if this is something that their kids is able to play. So, so if I'm hearing the three of you, a four-year-old, I couldn't imagine my four-year-old playing Grand Theft Auto. I mean, I know what the game is, and I just didn't know what GTA was, but I couldn't imagine my four-year-old child sitting playing that. And I think this goes to the point you all are mentioning, and or, or maybe we didn't mention it. What what's happening out in addition to that? Like, where's the structure at? Where's the what what else is going on? Or how is that such a void that you got kids playing that kind of game that long, trying to escape something? Where is the parents at? Where are the where where is where are the parents at? Uh, where where is the support system? Um, that's that's amazing to me. Um, you know, when we I want to talk a little bit about, you know, just the difficulty of now I don't want to say I don't want to, I don't want it to be the difficulty, but I want to talk about how if you were giving advice to people who really wanted to start pursuing these paths. And and it, and it could be and, and, and if you would do me a favor, it could be both. It could be music and gaming. And it could be the pageant and, you know, what what is your web? 
What are you, a web designer? What are you? What are you, a developer, coder? <laughs> I, I work in office administration. But I know, but there's like so many things that could, you I do, do. I do yeah. everything. You like do? They okay. have, I, I just do everything just because I'm just trying to learn about everything in the industry. All right. So, Stefan, I want to let's start with you. And yep. let me let me do the music first because the game is tough. But the music, how did you again? I, I forget I'm, I'm talking to <laughs> when I, there's an audience listening to me. The music, what, how did you even get there? And you now you got a band, and it's a real band. It ain't one of these groups where you, y'all know, because I'm gonna say this, bro. <laughs> I, I, I remember being your age, and everybody wanted to be a rapper or a band, but nobody still put do. in the work. They, you're right, they still do. They, <laughs> they still but do. nobody put in the work. How, how do you make it legit and to be seriously at it? To say, I'm in a real band and we actually go place and perform. If if somebody was serious about that, what are the steps? Well, I'd say you have to not only want to put in the time yourself, but you have to find people that also want to do it with you. It's easier when you have a team of like-minded people that you can share all your creative thoughts and processes with, try to mesh them together, see what the outcome could be. It could truly be amazing honestly like this band that i play with right now i'm enjoying my time a lot playing with them because their their vibes fit my style of drums a lot i can express myself a lot easier my voice through my instruments because everybody has the instrument everybody has their own voice when it comes to playing instrument like i'll have if you were to sit me next to another drummer we are going to sound entirely different Definitely, because we have our own stuff that's we've perfected, our own grooves that we like, our own licks, and then our own creativity will vary. Now, some drummers, some of them may sound, especially like gospel drummers that grew up in church playing, a lot of them will definitely, some of them will sound similar and a little bit different at the same time. You, you can tell, like especially like a lot of gospel drummers will probably throw a lot of triplet 16th licks in to a groove and it, it bounces triplets have that bounce to it the triple the triple the triple and they're just extremely well at coordinating different possibilities that can fit between that triple the triple like between right hand stroke left hand stroke doubles kick and it's <sighs> Man, I can honestly go on and on about <laughs> drums all day. It's <laughs> best instrument ever. So we did the drums. We did the music. If they want to go to the pageant, become pageant, because every little girl, I think, at some point start off wanting to be in a beauty pageant. You, you, didn't, you didn't start there, though. You didn't. But now that you talk about it and you like gung-ho about it, I mean, we sitting here listening to you like I'm ready for the next fashion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am. How did, <laughs> look, look at her face. Fierce. Right. How do they get started? If if or how should they get started? And has it been hard? Oh, it's been it's been a big challenge. I would say a way to get started is there's so many different pageant systems for like Miss America, Miss USA, like Miss Earth. Really just look up what type of pageant you want to go in cuz there's pageants that are looking for different things like People with like different like um, professions or like body structures and stuff. So I would say just like look online, do that research. 
and just like look up YouTube videos, podcasts, uh, reach out to pageant directors, get to really get to learn as much as you can throughout this whole process. Luckily for me, I was able to get a coach. Actually, I had to fire one of my coaches, but <laughs> I was able to get a coach. And the one I got now, she really made me just focus not on how I look on the outside, but like what's on the inside. Me having a winning mindset, me really having the drive and the passion to talk more about like my social impact initiative. Um, and the challenge of all of it has just been like it's just me, just me mentally. Because when I first started this, I was like, well, I'm the oldest one in this pageant. I, I'm i not in college. It is a scholarship pageant. So I was like, why am I here? But eventually I didn't want to go to college later on. And it was just like all my life, I really never thought that I was would be good enough to do something like this. And throughout this whole journey, I've gained so much like self-confidence for myself. I've learned so much about myself. And... It's just been such like a rewarding journey. You know what? We're going to have more of this conversation on the other side. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth. Go to wisconsin.edu for more information. And FAFSA will show you the money. But only if you fill it out. Sponsored by the University of Wisconsin System. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. I am Jason Fields filling in for Dr. Ken, who is on assignment. 101.7 The Truth is now the home of Milwaukee Public Schools City Conference Basketball. This Friday night, we will have a battle between two top teams in the conference as the Milwaukee Hamilton Wildcats host the Milwaukee Rufus King Generals. Tip is set for 7 p.m. This game won't disappoint. Again, that's Milwaukee Hamilton versus Rufus King this Friday night for the City Conference Game of the Week on the new 101.7 The Truth. The Truth app at 101.7, thetruth.com, sponsored by Milwaukee Public Schools and presented by Gruber Law Offices. We are touching base and talking with some friends of mine. And shout out to State Representative Dora Drake, who sent me a text, um, Angelica and Stefan. And Dora said, yo, the people you have on the radio right now. I'm so impressed. Aha! Yes, <laughs> Good. Man. I'm glad you like the vibes, man. That's all we about. All we oh, about. That's man. right. I'm <laughs> glad we're not boring, y'all. So right. shout out to State Representative Dora Drake and uh, very dear friend, you all. Uh, we'll make sure you both meet her because um, I think we'll be very helpful to you both in the future as well. And so one of the things we talked about and I wanted to talk about, I want to get back to gaming. And I, I feel like I, I can't stress this enough. The the things that people don't understand, the benefits of it. Stefan, you and I were talking earlier and you were describing how people are getting full rides going to college, getting everything paid for. Insanity. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
to be good at a game. They're like, yeah, yeah, like tuition, like twenty thousand a year. Forget about it, man. Just be good at this game and play good for us. We got you, bro. And I'm like, that that that's in in today's time, that is wild, man. Because other people struggle, yeah, to go through yeah. school. Parents, two three jobs each. Busting backs for their child to eat top ramen in a dorm. <laughs> top ramen. Hey, <laughs> <Like>, man. <laughs> and so to go to to be in a position where again, and I think it's weird because even though I'm in it, I don't want to say I'm in it, but I love the passion about it. It's exciting to me. I didn't really know about it as much until Craig, who you both met in my office, we drove to Minnesota um after doing some gaming stuff here, and we walked into a room. Uh, on a uh, at an Indian casino, not I don't say Native American casino, <laughs> not Indian casino, but Native American casino, and it was full of young people, maybe like thousands playing the game, and the the energy was crazy. And one of the things we noticed is that these weren't no broke folks, man. They were eating at like the lobster place in the casino, like ordering steak, and these is like young gamers. Like they eating like CEO <laughs> type steaks. They, they do that. Yeah, they actually do that. Young young gamers make <laughs> some of them make as much as doctors. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. A surgeon makes like what, like two hundred thousand. A top professional gamer can make more than that. We met the one of the, the the gamers. His mom, I think this guy was maybe a little older than you, Stefan. She was like, yeah, he make like a million some dollars, and we were like, what? He make a million dollars playing a game. And it's just for me and Craig, who were financial guys, like in the financial industry, you don't make that kind of money unless you're an athlete or a stockbroker or somebody. But to hear you making that kind of money at a younger age, and I think you were telling me mid-range gamers are making, like, you can live off some of these salaries. Yeah, like, like most, like I looked at like most uh, average professional Rocket League players, they make like mid-50,000 a year, like average pro player that now there's other pro players that make way more than that over 150k and that's and that's that's some of the opportunity and so i want people to instead of looking at it as a negative or a lazy or a not serious sport again maybe look at it as an opportunity and angelica you were saying you said i do everything yeah (laughs) (laughs) If you both could just name some of the career paths that's that's potentially you talking to a novice audience. We don't know nothing. If you were in front of some school kids talking about game and careers, what careers, what how many pathways? Just give me something. What could they be looking at? Well, most people think, uh, you know, gaming like you got to be professional. There's so many other things that you can do besides being a professional gamer. Like some people just like it so much that they will coordinate the events and do That's travel right. plans That's for right. it and create uh, websites for the, like organizations like like a uh, version one esports was they had their representatives at the Rocket League tournament that we was at in Madison, Wisconsin. And it was cool getting to meet them. Like they're just chilling there, selling jerseys, telling us about version one organization. And That's who I'm working with. I got to pay them. I got to pay them yeah. to come and set up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pay them to come and set up the events and they organize. It's like an event planning, but mm-hmm. they do it for gamers yeah. and they, and it's a whole team and they make decent money. And 
what other? So the sport planner, sportscaster, sportscaster. Like, like, yes, I, I have. Uh, there's one that I love to follow. He goes by Johnny Boy, and um, he sounds like 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 an Englishman or something like that. But I like I, I don't know. I love their voices. He's a really good sportscaster. There's plenty of other ones out there that who really just bring the game alive. You know, like if you feel like you have that type of charm and can easily talk to people and do in-depth game analysis and make it sound enjoyable like, you know you can look into doing that as well i did not know that esports has sports announcers yes mm-hmm. and yes, when we went hilarious. to minnesota it was like a panel it was like on espn it's it's four or five mm-hmm. people sitting at a desk and they talking like it's it, it, yeah like nba tnt is like a charles barkley a shack <laughs> it is just like that. talk yeah and, and it was fascinating to me because you would never think there there's opportunities there um what else angela um there's also like people who manage the esports players like influencer managers what are what are those oh so like they they um find like events where like the influencers can play at they also just make sure that like the players are like doing okay too like mentally and physically too you know that's so i'm 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 seriously flabbergasted by it because it's one of the things that I, I I I talk about TikTok, I uninstalled my TikTok because TikTok was just getting crazy for me. When I started having meetings with the FBI and I see reports about TikTok, I, I yeah, I'm I'm, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> it ain't that it ain't that serious for me. But one of the things that, as you as you said that, you know, kids in China, one of the number one asked questions for what do they want to be when they grow up? Kids in China said an astronaut. Over here, people say social media influencer, which is you can literally make great job, good money as an influencer. Like I did not know, you know, if uh, YouTube and Facebook and all these places, you can literally make money. Never thought about it in gaming or esports that you could be an influencer, that there's a role for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because streamers. Streamers, like, content creators, so many content creators mm-hmm. out there. And they're getting sponsorships, too, from like these big companies. Mm-hmm. So what are streamers? streamers are people that will be like most people will use twitch some people use youtube and they will be live streaming they could do you know live stream their gaming and gameplay and all that or they can stream anything really like there's people that stream music like uh one of my favorite drummers matthew garska he'll go on twitch and just stream himself playing on a drum set and playing the songs and play. so this is people like are, is the, the the difference between streamers and content creators? So help me with this. So I've seen people who, um, like literally can make a video of putting on makeup and I, and get thousands of hits. And I'm sitting there like, people are literally watching that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> they watch this? seriously, like <laughs> like watching watching somebody put on makeup. And I'm not I'm not knocking it. <clears throat> I just found it intriguing. Is that a content creator or a streamer? That's a content creator. They're creating content for that specific audience. They have the the content is more organized to me versus like streaming is just like here in the now, like, yo, this is what I'm doing this very second, you know? And so like, you do all of that stuff, Angelica? Or can you do all that? Oh, I, I can do all of it. I haven't tried that out yet. 
But in the future, I want to try something out like that. Shouldn't you be trying some of it as as a pageant person? Should I know I have so many videos of this whole entire Stephane, time. Man, of this. What, what, get our girl, bro. She's slipping, bro. She's slipping. Get exactly. Go home, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been too lazy to put together these videos, but I need to set some time to do it. And so Glenn hit us with the hit us on the text uh, call and text line. I loved gaming, but it was so discouraging growing up that I never even knew that it was a possibility. Cosplay is another one. Black people love mm -hmm. this stuff, too. We're mm -hmm. going to come back, and I want you all to answer what is cosplay. We'll have more of this conversation on huh? the other side. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth. Oh, that was different. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. I am Jason Fields, and for Dr. Ken, who is on assignment. Truth fans, we are excited to partner with the Marcus Performing Arts Center for their 39th annual Martin Luther King Jr. birthday celebration on Monday, January 16th, as Dr. Ken Harris will be broadcasting live from the event from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., this Milwaukee tradition for more than three decades of keeping the legacy of MLK Jr. alive is a free event for the entire family where local Milwaukee students ranging from elementary school all the way to high school will perform their MLK Day speeches on how we can work towards world peace. So come celebrate MLK and support the future leaders of tomorrow by attending the 39th annual Martin Luther King Jr. birthday celebration on Monday, January 16th from 3.30 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Marcus Performing Arts Center in downtown Milwaukee. We are talking esports, gaming, music, beauty pageants, Japan. Um, what we need to be doing for the future with uh, two dear friends, Angelica Chapman Sykes and Stefan Marshall, uh, who you know I met this year and just was really impressed with some of the things that they're doing. So, we had a caller or text, what do we call it? A person hit the talk and text line. He said, gamification and education. I'm enjoying hearing the youth not wasting their time just playing video games, but using such to that it's now a career. Excellent show, Dr. Fields, and all you guys have a blessed weekend. Um, you know, I do think it is underrated because most folks, uh, the military uses a lot of um, sort of gaming kind of um I don't want to, I don't know what to call it, um, platforms, if you will. And so to hear that it is, you know, going to a level where more people are catching on. Um, hypothetical question for the two of you. In 10 years, well, now let me ask this question. Do you know what country is the number one country or who's the best right now in gaming? Because it's not America. Think I don't think. I think we're okay. Probably Europe if it's not America. I say China. China? Could be China, but China's like, they kind of like 
China do their own game. Everything they, they own everything. Like they don't even like do competitive gaming with the rest of the world because they're just they don't. So they don't do competitive. They, I, I think I heard that they they, they they literally compete with themselves. It's China versus China. Well, they have enough people. They exactly. It's so huge, that's and that's true. just like it's that's a given. Like if you look at China, it's huge. They can do anything by themselves. They give the world them <laughs> they manufacture everything in China. you know i think it is again when you start looking at the gaming and for all all the things you can do um again you universities are starting to have college courses you know when you look at some of the things and just how 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 the gaming world has evolved um to to making you better quicker faster stronger in a number of ways there was a guy who uh, it was a startup company in Madison. He I don't, I don't know the name, but young African American guy. He created a platform, and it was through some gaming type stuff where he could teach or NBA athletes could become better at their strategy and executing their plays instead of sitting around at and at looking at a whiteboard or a notepad. They could literally through either VR headsets or some gaming platforms do the plays and not have to risk their bodies getting injured by running around doing this stuff live. So imagine football players, you know, playing the game virtually or in some kind of VR world where now instead of practicing physically, they're doing this stuff in their minds, saving their body. I mean, the concept was great. Uh, I don't know his name. I uh, can't say the company, but I, 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 I think at some point, NBA professional teams will be looking to invest or purchase his 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 uh, platform. In five, ten years, where do you think we'll be in the gaming world? Gosh, honestly, with the way VR is set up right now, like the next five or ten years, it's, it's at some point it's going to be like almost in, indistinguishable from real life with how good these graphics are going to be especially they like, are getting really good they mm-hmm. extremely good like and like if you throw vr on top of these extremely realistic games man that's just, my senses they're going to be overloaded I, I already know just like even playing with really nice headphones on like i use cloud alpha hyper x headphones some of the best headphones i've ever owned and I can hear everything. Like, man, I'll definitely sometimes get a jump scare from playing a horror game for sure. Like, and mm, man. So, what games do you? What games do you? What what games do you play, or what league? Um, the games that I play right now, I like playing um any like Zelda games, like Breath of the Wild. That's a lot of fun. I just like looking at like the graphics of the game and how it's like an open world concept. What is open world concept? Basically the world of the game, like you can go anywhere in the map and find like something to do. Like there's like many um, challenges you can Mm -hmm. do side quests. And it's like, I can play that game for hours. Actually I got that game like last year. I still haven't finished it because I've just been exploring around the map trying to like, go through all the different... So you ain't even really been playing the game. You've just been exploring. Well, I'm still playing it. I'm doing the side quests at the same time. And the game is just so beautiful. I don't want to finish it. And on top of that, like, I like playing The Sims a lot, too. Okay. That's that's a lot of fun. Make, like, my own, like... I feel like my friends in The Sims. 
<laughs> I like using modifications for it too. You girl, got Sam's friends and <laughs> yeah. And Sam's like, girl, you look good. <laughs> and I and I have a VR set too. Which what which one do you have? I have the Oculus Quest too. That's the lightest one, right? That's the mm-hmm. yeah through Meta. So I I like playing games on there. I have like a it VR. It is different. Pet. I got I got one. I had to get one because for you know for there was a news article coming out, so I had to know what I was talking about, bro. But it was. <laughs> It was nice, man. I mean, it was just what you can do. Um, it's fascinating. Uh, fascinating. Talk to me, Stefan, about the leagues. Because you are, how many leagues, different leagues do you play in? Or do you just play in the one? Um, I mainly play competitive Rocket League. Okay. The most. And so there's Rocket League, there's Call of Duty. There's Call of Duty. I, I do that Less, Fortnite. but I also still, yeah, Fortnite. Um, Chime in, Zach. Uh, League of Legends is the biggest uh, esports game out there right now with like hundreds of million players. Like, Zach, what league do you, what, what game do you play? So I play Rocket League too as well. Yes, uh, and uh, Fortnite, a little bit of Call of Duty, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Miles I Morales really, crazy. yeah. Spider Man, I could. There's, man, there's a Spider Man League? Oh, or no, it's just a. It's a, its own uh, Marvel. Cr- uh, well, Insomniac Games created Sp- Spider-Man back in uh, 2018. Well, that's when it released Spider-Man PS4, and then Spider-Man Miles Morales released like immediately once the PS5 came out back in like November of like 2020, around there. And the new Spider-Man 2 is going to be coming out in fall of 2023 this year everybody look out it's gonna be crazy venom's gonna be in it man it's gonna be <laughs> you know video games are more than just video games now they're actually studios yep. and where people are making like almost movie movies and films yes so again when we t- talk about career paths those are some of the paths that people can take like i'm little literally i'm just now learning that and i think it was again craig from office he said jason they're not just um they're not video games. These are entertainment. They're studios now. So we're going to have more of this conversation on the other side. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth, live from American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. I am Jason Fields, filling in for Dr. Ken, who is on assignment. The new 1017 The Truth is the home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. Don't miss any of the hoops action by listening to the Panthers basketball on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and all of your favorite streaming platforms. Tomorrow, the Milwaukee Panthers have home court advantage at the UWM Panther Arena as they try to defeat the Wright State University Raiders. Covers begins at 5.30 p.m. with tip-off set for 6 p.m. I was struggling with that read. Um, want to thank you all because um, one of the things that we've been doing or one of, one of the things I've been trying to do is really just bring a lot of folks who, um, I think, dynamic people, individuals, 
to hold kind of conversations, learn about industries and things that we typically don't hear about. And I'm so glad the the two of us, the three of us met. I do have a question though. What what made y'all call me? What made <laughs> This did I did bro. I tell you to call? What, I was like, this is, I was like, Jason's black ex- excellence. <laughs> we talked about <laughs> black excellence, man. Yeah, that just <laughs> immediately off the bat. I was just like, a brother here? <laughs> just a brotherly tournament? <laughs> oh what, man? Let me holler at this guy. Right I, was, I, I, I was putting up the money for the tournament. <laughs> you know, thank you for mentioning that black excellence because uh, I got a little bit of um, issue with some folk. Cause mm. you know I I, I'm, I don't know if I should say this or not, but uh, what's, what's on your mind, man? You know, man. I, when you say black excellence, like I really do, and thank you for that. Cause I do think there's as as you both are too, and as Zach is, and and so there was some times where I thought somebody should have been like, you know, Jay is exuding some black excellence. But my wife, and quite honestly, even God, I think I got to a point where sometimes it's just do the work, right? You don't always have to get notar, 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 notary for it or notar, notoriety. Notice, notoriety. Thank yeah. you, Steph. No problem. <laughs> and so I think a part of that is just continuing to do the work and and to hear you guys saw that. And that means a lot to me. It really does. Um, because like I said, I, I get really enthused and excited when I see hot folks like you two, Zach, um, Benjamin and and I, and I see y'all coming because it helped me speed up my game plan because I'm like hell let me hurry up and get out the way <laughs> you know, let, let, let me coming through let me go ahead and get this ten million and, and sit down and get out oh, the way ten mil <laughs> that's that's my number I think I'm a, I'm gonna show it to I, everybody should have a number if y'all ever saw the movie Wall Street Never Sleeps in the movie the guy says what's your number. And, he, and he's like, what are you talking about? He said, the number where when you get to that number, it's all over. So my number is 10 million, 10 million. When I hit 10 million, I'm in a robe, uh, Ashcroft, and I'm <laughs> chilling for the rest of my life. So <laughs> my right. so my number is 10 million. Okay. So everything I do is order to get to that number. Now, my why is because I want my family, my father and mother, my mother-in-law, my wife, you know, everybody in our family to be taken care of. So I want you all to think about what's your number? What's the number you want to get to? Whether it's in gaming, whether it's in music, whether it's in both of those, um, what's that number? And so when I'm teaching business or financial literacy, I, I, that's one of, my, one of my lessons. You should have a number in your head that you want to get to. And you should be clear on why, are, why do you want that number? It's not just the 10 million for 10 million's sake. It ain't that because any number do that 10 million is I, in, a, in my mind. I want my entire family to be fine. Like you said earlier, Stephon, money shouldn't be no option. And so that's what motivates me. That's my number. And so because we have people like you all, I want to give you a minute because we're getting ready to close. What do you want people to know about you, esports, gaming, or either how they can support you and what you're doing? Cause y'all know I'm gonna support you. So with with me come the whole bat fit, the whole bat family is. <laughs> so <laughs> Angelica, we gonna start with you. Ooh, okay. Well, if I win a pageant, and if you hear Angelica Chapman, you mean wins? There you go. I Z. mean, I mean, when I win a pageant, you know, I gotta, I gotta manifest this. That's right. Uh, make sure like y'all follow me on social media. Um, 
And on top of that, like, just talk to more people about, like, having video game development in education. Even, like, encouraging, like, your kids to, like, get into game development. And that's the only thing I really can think of right now. That's cool. Stefan, you got a minute. Okay. Well, I want to do everything in my power to absolutely become a beast at professional rocket league that is going to happen i'm going to be sure to it that it happens money is not going to be an issue one day because money is an object money is an idea it's a concept we all just collectively agree on the price of a dollar bill and i don't want to think about that one day i want to be well off and i want to in inspire so many people to get into gaming black people to definitely get huge in the gaming because we can dominate. I know we can dominate just like we can dominate everything. <laughs> but I want to also ins- inspire more youth. It doesn't have to be just black people, but just like anybody really just like, if you think it's a passion, like seek it out, go for it. It's new. And just cause it's new doesn't mean you, you gotta be scared of it, man. Like fear honestly drives you more because it's interesting. Like if you, if you don't, f- fear something then like you're probably gonna just like walk away from it like oh man like this is lame this is boring like nah man fear drives us i think it's like one of the reasons we love horror movies or like horror games because they we're like damn man it's crazy but like what happens next (laughs) i appreciate you both for coming um this is the first of many yes you can Uh, zach you know we got you know we got a rocket league out here in third street market hall on the, on the TV, what? so what's good? What's good? Uh-oh. What's good? Uh-oh. One v one. What's good? Uh oh. What's good? Uh oh. What's good? I'm about to get my ass bust, but it's okay. I, I see where we gonna be in the next ten minutes. <laughs> so I want to thank you both. Thank you, Zach, man, for holding me down. Uh, thank you was holding me down all, for most of the week, man, and for everybody. And thank you, Dr. Ken, for allowing me to fill in, run my mouth. Um, looking forward to, uh everybody to continue to just grow and learn and so when we move our community forward it's because of young folks the the new hotnesses so this is the truth in the afternoon with dr ken harris on the new 1017 the truth i am jason fields filling in for the great dr ken see y'all next time